Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today, I wanted to talk with you all about the importance of fighting with the Word of God. Every day, we are facing spiritual battles, right? Like 1 Peter 5, 8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. And so my question to you is, have you been fighting the attacks of the enemy? Are you tolerating his attacks? Right, because... We don't realize this, but the way the enemy attacks us starts from our mind, right? The battle starts in our mind, the thoughts that he puts in. The scripture says that the enemy is a deceiver. He is the father of lies. And so we have to realize that the battle starts in our mind, right? Like we need to look back and start thinking, what are thoughts that we have been thinking about? And taking more time to really pause in our day and ask ourselves, why am I feeling this way? What were some thoughts that I have had in my mind? Right? Because the enemy is so good at putting thoughts in our minds. And that's what we call spiritual warfare, is where he is attacking us in our mind. And I wanted to take us into 2 Corinthians 10. It talks about strongholds. So 2 Corinthians 10, 4-5 says, The weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Right, so in the beginning of that verse, it says that our weapons that we fight with, they are weapons that have divine power to break down strongholds. Well, what is a stronghold? A stronghold is something that we have had for so long in our minds. They're thought patterns that we've had over and over again, and they've become so strong, strongly rooted in our minds, that now they've become a stronghold, which is right after that sentence, it says that, we demolish arguments, every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Right? And so here what it's saying is that we have to be able to take captive every thought. And so it shows you that strongholds start from our thoughts. And we have to get in the habit of practicing fighting away those thoughts. Because like myself, I can get really like just used to of, oh, I get a bad thought. Just don't think about it, right? And go on with my day. But God doesn't want us just to push away those thoughts and get ourselves busy. He wants us to stop what we're doing, take captive those thoughts and make it obedient to Christ. Right? So there's a difference. Many times we think that when we get bad thoughts, like we just have to not think about it. But what it says here in 2 Corinthians 10, take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. The only way to make it obedient to Christ is by submitting it by the word of God being able to take a word of God that triumphs the very thought that you're having that comes from the enemy, right? Because every lie, every fear that you get, there is a promise, there is a word of God to be able to break down that stronghold. And so don't give into your mind like there's no way I can overcome this. There's no way I can live without these thoughts. Yes, you can. And it's gonna take you picking up the word of God and constantly fighting those thoughts, not tolerating the attacks of the enemy, but actually picking up your sword, which is the word of God and fighting it. Ephesians 6, 17 says to take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, right? And so the word of God is our sword to fight. And we need to start picking our sword up, picking up the word of God and 
taking captive those thoughts, breaking down those strongholds. And it may take more than one day for you to get over something that you've just gotten so used to of thinking over and over again. We have to be able to take that word of God because in my past, I've been in that place too where I've tolerated thoughts of the enemy, I've tolerated things just kind of went on my day and that still happens today. And I have to make sure that I'm intentional like, wait, that wasn't a thought of God. I need to deal with it right now. We need to just get in the practice of taking time to pause and reflect. You know, recently I was in a call with Matt Chandler and just a group of other people. And I love what he was saying. He would have a rule of life where he would take time in his day to just be still before the Lord and process what he's going through, what he's feeling with God, right? Asking the Holy Spirit to search his heart and to show him thoughts that were not right. Like, you, you know, many times we just wait till the end of the day and we feel like, we just feel like horrible, we feel anxious, we feel angry, and we don't even know why. And so I believe that we need to take time throughout the day to just pause and ponder what are thoughts that I'm experiencing. I always pray like, God, help me to be more sensitive, God, to your voice. God, help me to be more sensitive to see when there are thoughts that are not of you so that I can take time to speak the word of God against those things that are happening. I want to take us to Genesis 3 where we can see this was the first encounter of the enemy tempting human, right? Adam and Eve. And so in Genesis 3, I'm going to read here verses 1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals that the Lord had made. He said to the woman, so this is a serpent, the enemy, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat from the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. The enemy then replies, you will certainly not die. The serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will live like God knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. And so the first thing I want to highlight is that first verse where the enemy, he asked Eve a question. He says, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? And so the enemy will plant thoughts in our minds to cause us to doubt what God is saying, to doubt his commandments and to tempt us to sin, right? He's going to put that thought for us to start tolerating and thinking about it and considering it, right? But Eve responds and says, no, God did not say that. But then the enemy responds with a lie. He says, you will not certainly die, which is false because at that moment when they ate from that tree, they died spiritually. But now they were cast away from the Garden of Eden where they would eventually die. They lost access to God. They lost access to the Holy Spirit and they died spiritually. They were able to then be like us where they no longer had eternal life. But praise God for Jesus, right? Like Jesus came and died on the cross, rose up again and gave us his Holy Spirit. And in Romans it says that the spirit who raised up Jesus will now raise us up. So we have hope. Going back to this verse, right? The enemy lied. He says, you will not certainly die. And that wasn't true. Of course, they didn't like die at that moment, but they spiritually died. And at that moment, they became like humans, like what we have now, where we don't have eternal life until the Holy Spirit raises us up. And so from here, we can see that the enemy will always start by placing temptation in our thoughts to disobey God, right? And unfortunately, Eve didn't stand firm in God's word, right? She did not. Instead, she gave in to the thoughts of the enemy and she gave in to the lust of her eyes, right? Scripture says in 1 John 2, 16, for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. 
And we can see here that Eve gave in, right, to, to the temptations of the enemy. And she gave in and followed the lust of her eyes. She saw that the food was pleasing to the eye and desirable for gaining wisdom. The one thing that Eve failed to remember was that she had everything she needed in God. Right, like God was everything that she needed. She had all access to wisdom through God. She had access to all love, all satisfaction. And many times when the enemy tempts us, he makes us forget who God is. And so if you're in the place right now where the enemy has been placing temptations in your thoughts, like, are you sure you don't wanna do that? It's not gonna be that bad. Like all those things, like we have to understand that we need to pick up God's word and stand true to what God says. God says that when we walk by the flesh, our destiny is death, but when we walk by the spirit, our destiny is life, right? Jesus says, I have come to give you life to the fullest, but the enemy has come to kill, still and destroy. So that means that when we're in a place where we know that the enemy is tempting us, we have to go back to his word and be like, no, I'm going to stand firm and walk in God's way because I know that the enemy's agenda is only to kill, steal, and destroy my life. But Jesus has come to give me life to the fullest, that in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Right? So asking the Holy Spirit to give you verses that you can speak over yourself, that you can speak in the midst of temptation so that you can recenter yourselves in Christ. Because guys, if you just try the solution of distracting yourself, it's going to come back at you. Right, that word is that word of the enemy, that temptation is going to stick in your mind, in your heart. But if you want to break down that lie, break down that stronghold, we need to use the word of God and understand that the word of God is not, not just merely words. But going back to 1 Corinthians 10, it says that the weapons that we have have divine power to break down strongholds because we have to understand that we live in a world where there are spiritual battles right now. That's what warfare is. It's not happening like physically in our flesh, but spiritually, right? The thoughts that we have, the desires in our hearts, there is spiritual warfare going on and we need the word of God. There's no other solution for us to overcome the attacks of the enemy. I remember when I was going through my single season, I was struggling of the temptation to go back at the time to my ex. The temptation was so strong and I had to literally write, notes god's word and his promises that he spoke to me on post-it notes and put it on the long alongside of my wall so that every day i would say that i would say his promises over and over again because there would always be the thought like you sure you don't want to go back you know you're never going to find someone you're going to be single forever like all these fears and i had to continue to speak god's promises over and over speak his promises that i can take confidence in him that i will see his goodness that god will do his part as long as i do my part like all these verses and all these promises and i had to do that like guys like 10 times a day maybe even more so understand that we just have to be willing to pick up the word of god and not tolerate the attacks of the enemy not tolerate the thoughts right if you're having th thoughts that are not aligned to god you need to start right now picking up the word of god and submitting those thoughts to the lord's word because if you're tolerating it, that's why we revert to sin, right? Eve didn't pick up God's truth. She gave in to the thought that the enemy planted in her mind and she gave in to the lusts and desires of her flesh, right? So we have to understand that we have the word of God to stand firm. You know, if you really think about it, the many temptations that we have all start from our mind, right? It's like a thought and a desire that we want. And so whenever we are faced with such thoughts, we just need to practice changing our thoughts to think thoughts that are pure, that are right, that are praiseworthy, right? Philippians 4 talks about that. And it takes a lot of tension, guys. Like I know many times we think that the Christian walk is supposed to be easy. We're naturally not supposed to feel temptation. We're naturally not supposed to be angry. But a lot of times that like Jesus even says, if you wanna follow me, you have to deny yourself and carry the cross. 
So there's this aspect of us having to deny ourselves and allow the spirit to take over. We have to choose to put off our old self and put on the new self. And I want to encourage you that you can use the word of God to strengthen you. You can even ask the Holy Spirit to strengthen you too. We see many times in scripture where Jesus would be strengthened right by angels. And so I and the Father would strengthen him. He would pray. And so you can ask the Lord, right? Ask him to strengthen you, to give you the power to be able to walk rightly in him. And let's look at the life of Jesus when Jesus was here on earth. Matthew 4, we see here that Jesus got baptized and now he was directly sent by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness where he fasted for 40 days. And after he fasted, the enemy came to tempt him, right? And the enemy knew that this was the perfect time to tempt Jesus because, you know, he's hungry, he's weak. But in that, in those moments when the enemy tried to test him, if you look at it, if you look into that scripture, many times Jesus responds, it is written, it is written, it is written. Even Jesus used the word of God to fight against the enemy. So guys, like we have to get in the habit when the enemy puts a thought, we need to respond. We need to attack with the word of God. So let's be a little bit practical today. I want you guys right now to stop what you're doing, right? Or if you're driving, don't stop, <laughs> but just take some time right now to ask the Lord, God, what are temptations that I have right now? What are thoughts that I am receiving that are not from you? And what are some scriptures? What are some words that I can use to proclaim and hold on to every single day. I would encourage you guys, whether it's getting sticky notes out or um, you know, buying some prints and pasting it um, and posting it on your wall or having a notepad in your phone where you're constantly being able to have access to the word, but get like three or four verses and, and hold on to those and be ready to respond to the enemy when those thoughts come in. Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21, Jesus says to the Israelites, fix these words of mine in your heart and minds Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses, on your gates, so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the Lord. And the Lord swore to give your ancestors as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. Right, so God is telling the Israelites, hey, I want you to bind the words in your minds and in your hearts right? Take them as symbols on your hands and even bind them on your foreheads and even tells them to talk about the word of God to your children and to post them on your door frames. So what God is saying is like, hey, hold on to my word. Bind them in your heart and your minds and your forehead. Talk about the word. And so I want to encourage you, not just one time a day in the morning or the nighttime or on Sundays at church, but throughout the day, meditate on scripture. Speak scripture over yourself. Affirm yourself. If you're struggling with knowing your value, that you're loved, Start repeating God's word that he loves you, right? Jesus gave his one and only son to die for you. Start speaking these words over and over again, meditating on these, training your mind, your thoughts to believe in God's word instead of a lie. Because guys, like why would we even take time to, to tolerate the enemy's thoughts, right? Because we know that the enemy is a deceiver. He's a liar. And so we have to practice thinking true thoughts, right? And I say true because God's word is true. Right? The word of God is Jesus himself. He is true. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And so we have to choose to believe and meditate on things that are true and not things that are false. So I want to take time to pray for you guys right now. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in right now, Lord. God, you know the very battles that they're experiencing, Lord. God, you know the very weaknesses, Lord. 
God, that they're experiencing right now. But God, I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen them right now, God, that you would give them verses for them to hold on to, God, and to proclaim, Lord. I pray right now for those, I feel like some of you guys who are listening have given up on being able to be free in your mind. But the Lord says, do not give up, right? Those who put their hope in the Lord will never be put to shame. God will come through for you. The Lord says that he who started a good work in you will finish it. So understand that God lives in you. You have the word, you have people around, you have community. You have the Holy Spirit who lives in you. So God is saying, do not give up, but continue to press into me. God, I pray, Lord, right now that you would remind them of the good future that you have for them, God. Lord, I feel like many of you are just tormented by fear, but those fears are the enemy. The only thing that he can do is lie to you. That's the only thing that the enemy can do. But you have the power of the word of God to stand firm and knowing who God is, knowing that he is faithful, right? God is faithful to keep his promises. He is a good father. We see in scriptures that even though we sin, right? God still has a plan to redeem us over and over again. God already sent Jesus, in fact, to cover your sins that you can have a hope in a future. So if you're even doubting God's love for you, know that he already died on the cross for you, that there's no point of you doubting if he loves you. He already chose to love you by sending Jesus. The, the fact that Jesus died for you should be a reminder of how much he loves you. So if the thought that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy enough, those are lies of the enemy. He just wants you to believe that you're not worthy enough. But God says you are, which is why he sent Jesus to die for you. So God, I pray, Lord, that your truth, God, would be like a banner upon their forehead, God. That they would tie it upon their foreheads. That would bind, bind your word in their heart and in their mind, Father. I pray, Lord, that courage and peace right now would rest upon their hearts, Father. That you would strengthen them, God, with your word. So we thank you, God. In your name I pray, amen. So I pray that you've been blessed by this. And guys, I've been sharing this over and over again in the podcast, but I, I feel like this is just important this season to be surrounded with people to encourage you in your walk with God. And so we do online Bible studies. If you wanna be a part of it, uh, my husband leads the men's group, I lead the women's group, and it's just a powerful time every week where we just strengthen one another. We grow in the word together, we encourage one another. So if you're interested, you can email us at info at livingrevelations.com. And I also wanna encourage you to, if you've been blessed by this, Pray and ask God to consider partnering with our ministry, even giving a one-time donation, right? This helps us to be able to fund the things that we're doing. There's many projects that we want to do. We want to start making study guides. We want to do retreats. There's a lot of things in store. So be praying too and consider partnering with us. And so um, I pray that you guys have been blessed by this. And like I said, ask the Lord to strengthen you and get in the word. Ask the Holy Spirit to highlight words for you to, to hold on to and don't tolerate the lies right, of the enemies, the fears that you're experiencing. Stand firm and fight with the word of God. And so I will be praying for you all. And I'm excited to talk to you guys again next time. So God bless. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.